So I also have the input feed on the master mixer of the computer down at 80%. Try to avoid that. Gotcha. Good to know. All right, perfect. How do I sound now? You sound really good. Okay, cool. You sound really good. Go ahead and um, go ahead and engage that compressor EQ if you haven't already. Okay. Channel one. It is engaged. Yeah, you should keep that in. That sounds that that sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounded better as well, but I was so right. We figured out what the issue was. It wasn't that. <laughs> yeah, we were troubleshooting. Yeah, 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 totally. No, exactly, dude. That's cool. I. God damn, I am so so well versed in that workflow like <laughs> yeah. all of this shit was worked and is working and is dialing dialed in perfectly and tuned exactly the way i want it oh shit here's a problem let me go like figure it out and by troubleshooting it i'm going to change all of my settings and completely undo Great. all of now i fixed it but it doesn't work the way it used to because i've changed everything and i don't know where that the changes that is doing the thing that i want to fix now and oh my god yeah, that's that's like, me. Oh, this window looks good. I'll jump out of this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> a perfect window. Well, good. I'm out of the building now. <laughs> that might be the opening clip right there. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs>
we've been now we've been at it for god it's been a while at this point we're not there yet but we're gonna get close to a year soon which is crazy but it's true it's true yeah no we're, we're 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 coming up on it and after 28 episodes we've we've you know i think we've we've learned a little bit and we've we've like thought and reflected on on the show at large and and maybe there's some changes that can be made that i think make us happier hopefully will make you happier and will make for a better show so without much further ado and the lord saith unto the people there shall be two notches one more than one but one less than three much less than four or five the number of notches on thy phone shall be two i should have done that in a british accent because i think it would have carried the joke a little bit further i get um it. if you're a monty python fan okay <laughs> I, so i know what you're talking I know what you're talking about. And I'm the biggest member of the audience. I'm at least 50% of our downloads. <laughs> Is that how it works? It's like stock? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably the other 50%. <laughs> or at least we're 49 and 49, and then there's 2%, and that's everyone else. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> you're, you're a champ. Google... <clears throat> And their infinite wisdom has banned Android phones from having three or more notches on Android phones. I think this is a very good story to start with because I think that as you go along, the theme of these stories you will see is that there is a deep cancerous bullshit in the technology industry. And this is a thing that a company feels like they've got to do. Lay down the law on the notch. Yeah, they've, they've got to lay down the law of the notch. Look, guys, we can't <laughs> go notch like... wild here. We only need one on each side <laughs> and never more than three. You wouldn't want a volume notch. No, that would be preposterous. So, yes, I mean, I want notches around the border with a camera for each notch, you know. I, I would take like a lot of one selfies. continuous notch all around the border that is uh, thinner than a millimeter and does not uh, show at all. The phone is just a touch bar and a notch. Yeah, just a notch. <laughs> just a notch. I just want like, like, like a fingerprint reader and black screen <laughs> with a camera behind it. <laughs> That's right. I don't actually think they dictated exactly how small or large those notches can be right so no i think they just said notch, it can't be more than two you just can't have more than two no you have a top notch and a bottom notch you can't have a side but notch. they can be huge they can be huge, huge notches, notches. <laughs> the largest notches you've ever seen <laughs> what person has the job where they have to like they like, you know, first off, there's the technical hurdle where they're like, OK, guys, we're designing Android P now. And what's the notch policy? What are we going to support? <laughs> so then those guys like they go around and they, they figure it out and they build out the code and they, they, they make it extensible so that other people like manufacturers can run with it. But then they hand it over to the PR department 
they're like, all right, now you have to tell the world that we have Notch Law. <laughs> and people get paid a lot more than me for, for you know, minute facets of those functions. Oh, man, it, it just. That. They felt compelled. To dictate this, that. <laughs> I mean, what did, did they see something on the horizon that people were going to go crazy with this? I mean, what? Dude, the end of the article, <laughs> it like... says that there's currently 16 handsets with notches from 11 different vendors. So. We're notching. We're notch. We're it's it's Notch City. It's we're it's Notchland. We're we're going full on into the notches <laughs> because Apple, which by the way today turned into the world's first trillion dollar company, I know. In their infinite fucking wisdom, just put a notch in the screen, and now everybody's got to do it. And I, we all got a notch. I don't understand why they did this. Not that there's anything wrong with it. But we got a notch. Hey, we 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 got a notch. Hey, want to buy a notch? <laughs> I've only got two, hey, but kid, I've hey, got them. Want to buy a notch? I got them right here. I, so this it, this is important. This is important. This is really really important. This is super important. Oh man, cool. Thank you, Google. Thank you for laying down some framework. Putting down some foundation, I was worried. Thank you. They'd much rather have you focus on that, of course, than their whole, like, shall we say, their new category of investment, uh, the, the, the evil division. Uh, there was a time when Man, Google was yeah. known for, uh, you know, at least self regulating and publicly saying that they will never be evil. Um, I think at, at this point now, the uh, evil has turned into a C-level division inside of the Alphabet yeah. Corporation. Boy, it, it was interesting because uh, I saw this article and not like not 12 hours prior to that had um, I, I watched uh, uh, the episode of CNN's the 2000s covering the 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 you know technology advancements and um, and and whatnot talking about the beginning of Google and or maybe it was the nine maybe it was the 90s um, when was the dot-com bust uh, um, bubble 99. Yeah. Late, okay. Late so there's sorry, CNN's the '90s, <laughs> uh, and and also just kind of talking about um, some of this stuff, um, and and just seeing how the, how Google started, how that company got its inception, and how they seemed really committed to to yeah that that you know you know don't be evil, and how this this next story just really how far Google has come. Let's edit it, shall in we? In doing exactly opposite of that. Don't be evil unless you can make a lot of money. Oh, like a lot of money. money, dude. So, like, go ahead and be a little evil, you know? It's all good. Yeah. What the hell are we talking about? So, it turns it turns out every, everyone has a price. <laughs> you know? 
perhaps we're all aware of China's, shall we say, less than stellar record on internet censorship. Uh, there is a lot of there are a lot of problems for uh, American companies, especially the Western com companies that want to do business in China, because they often have to filter or otherwise censor their products to the satisfaction of the Chinese government before they're allowed to do business inside of China. Right. For a very long time, Google has had not really any presence in China as a search provider because they refused to filter their search results as per the wishes of the Chinese government. Perhaps you're aware of Baidu, which is the largest search engine in China, that company from China, which is all too happy to do exactly as the government requests, and they do very well inside of China, I'm sure, as a result. Well, not to be outdone. However, what? how many years down the line? I like it. More than 20 years since Google's been, been around. They have decided that the best way forward is to acquiesce to the Chinese government's requests and create an instance, a version of Google that will be as censored as the government requires. And so further contributing to China's great firewall, uh, this censorship includes all of the things including uh, censorship of free speech, current affairs, political opposition, uh, historical references to things like the Tiananmen Square, uh, massacre, and then also things that uh, negatively feature authoritarian governments. No sense of irony or self-awareness, or rather they're very self-aware and, well, they have to keep, keep control. And Google is helping facilitate this. And some days I feel like a, that is super like a disappointing frog. You know, it's just like... Uh, this is fine. This is fine. Because you know, dude, if they're willing to, like, do this in the public, in China, I mean, what are they already doing behind the scenes elsewhere? And what are they going to do yeah. when they get over that? <laughs> uh, thank goodness Google did not wind up acquiring GitHub. Um, because this is something that actually came up when we were talking about that story. What some of the concerns were, were that Microsoft were going, you know, might acquiesce this this type of thing and, and censorship with with source code that was against China's you know wishes. Um, thank God Google did not get their hands it on. Turns it. out you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I think we'd be in a, a much scarier t uh, conversation right now. If that one thing in recent history had had gone differently, I I, I agree. I think that's an, a a a a point in time, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't even fathom. I mean, you know, nobody is gonna sit here on these two microphones and pretend that we're not in some way using Google services. The show notes for oh. this episode are synced over Google Docs. You know, that's yes. That's, absolutely the truth and so we you know it definitely will take some of that on the chin but you know at least kleenex cannot 
hide historical truths from a population. You know what I mean? You know, a Q-tip cannot be a method of insurgency or rebellion uh, or the spark that leads to greater liberty for a population. My my toothbrush does not despise George Orwell. No, no, no. I mean, and, and, and as ubiquitous as Google is, there is also an insane amount of power in their website web world indexing machine and we've allowed it to become concentrated you know to the degree that we don't say search we say google yeah exactly it's become a verb it's pretty incredible when you think about it because you know these things they didn't exist when we were kids they just they weren't a thing it wasn't you know the concept wasn't there (laughs) just you know yeah (laughs) unreal 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 I mean, this is also um, uh, on on the heels of like the likes of of Google and Amazon um, really cutting down on people's ability to to mask their their DNS um, and and their locations and not allowing people to do that, which we we've talked about a few episodes ago. That is a very good point. Um, it just. It's a little, you know, the the walls feel like they're really closing in. The 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 the, the loopholes, the little tricks, the little things—they're they're they're wising up and they're seeing them and they're closing down little avenues for you to express your 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 exercise your freedom to communicate, to propagate information, and to learn. Little bit by little bit, just all of a sudden you look up and well. All of a sudden, Google censors for China. Did you think that you were going to get out of a shiny episode unscathed, dear friends? (laughs) No, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. But this is an instance where we have to shine some light and you're probably you might be a little surprised by the angle here. So while we were on minor hiatus. Apple responding to near ubiquitous criticism of their (laughs) macbook pro line decided to spin them by the way like i said earlier today apple became the first trillion dollar company in history which is insane that's trillion dollar public publicly traded traded company company. in history thank you which is still insane it's it's insane no i mean it's absolutely bananas considering i mean especially considering they this was a company that was on the verge of bankruptcy in like the nineties yeah. or eight, late eighties. Very like, much, almost destitute. <laughs> and then twenty years later, trillion dollar publicly traded company. I mean, that's bananas. That's crazy. But as owners of the twenty seventeen MacBook Pro will tell you, you can't please everyone. You can't even please a lot of them. <laughs> Multiple people took to the internet over the last year to talk about the deficiencies of the 2017 model MacBook Pro, calling it a gimped model. You you couldn't have more than 16 gigs of RAM. Uh, You had massive keyboard problems. Um, There were thermal issues. It was, you know, it was not as as my pulse on the tech world indicates. It was not a universally loved device. Well, especially considering how much money you drop on Apple products to have, I mean, not not like a couple of small issues, but some major performance problems. They, 
like from software to hardware and they finally you know of course in typical apple fashion telling you that you're holding it wrong and you know (laughs) for months until they finally say oh yeah i guess we are having like a ridiculously abnormal amount of our stupid butterfly keyboards failing on these things um and now they now they'll replace them even though they're not you know it's it's not because there's a defect but but hey and to address that to be fair there's a, a layer of membrane added to the 2018 MacBook Pro that helps uh, get around dust issues, which were the typical downfall of the 2017 uh, butterfly keyboards. Mm. That's not all that they added, though. In these new models, they upped the amount of RAM that you can get from 16 to 32 gigs, which is when we're finally we're really starting to talk about a, a, a professional workhorse machine, especially for the highly creative yes. fields. Uh, people who, who you know make audio and video especially uh gotta have that got to have that like you, you this day and age it's yeah <laughs> you gotta and especially have. when you ship it with the the the, the creme de la creme from intel then you can get a macbook pro with a core i9 six core 12 thread machine i mean that is a beast of a processor for a mobile for a mobile device you know uh it, it it really you know on paper sounds really good but of course no good deed goes unpunished as the very first week these devices were released multiple reports came out that they were being thermally throttled in the, in that they were getting so hot that they were the the, the processor was down clocking itself to to so as not to overheat they were doing that to such an extent that they were clocking in at lower Man. performance scores than the 2017 model, which I would be pretty pissed at if I had just dropped like five thousand dollars on a so fucking laptop. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, like that would really get under yes. my skin. That would really get under my skin. And and you have I, to assume that it was also like, I don't know. Overcompensating for itself constantly because it's like it gets too hot, it drops performance. Perform, you know, it cools down a little bit. Oh, things are fine, and then just cycle does that cycle over and over and over again. Like, which can't be great. Absolutely not. But in uh, a turn of events, it turns out, and I really love this because you know the internet. I mean, if you were on, especially YouTube, man, I don't know what it is. It feels like YouTube and Reddit are in like a like a race to the absolute pits of of the bottom of humanity it's never read the comments (laughs) especially i read reddit comments all the time because sort by controversial and you just get to see just how terrible people treat their uh it's it's internet anonymity it's just an absolute (laughs) just clusterfuck it's disgusting it's amazing, though. I mean, and and these, you know, these these scandals just turn into firestorms in these pits of of you know alpha geek pissing contests. You know, I mean, it's just it's. <laughs> I can complain the loudest, me. I'm very loud, and I'm upset, and I have thoughts. Well, guess what, guys. It turns out this was just some day one release bump in the road with a 
bit of unsigned firmware not being activated at boot. So some components, some binary blob way down deep in the firmware of the Intel chip was not properly signed at install, cryptographically signed. And so it was not able to load by the load uh, into the operating system and be utilized. There was never any hardware issues. There were never any poor engineering. I mean, you know, outside of the stupid fucking Apple logo on the back. I'm sorry, you gotta kid a little bit. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but it was, it's fine. It's actually a pretty impressive device that they've managed to, to squeeze into, you know, that thin amount of metal. But Chris, day one launch issues never happen with anything else. Oh, wait, no, that's they happen all never. the time. It's like <laughs> if every company, if every company tried to work out every single last little tiny minuscule detail, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that like CPU throttling and voltage thro right. throttling is not a small to diminish that's, that's, the issue. That's, a, that's not a small thing, but these if, if every company try to work out every single little kink in the chain before release, they would never release anything. So that's this. This is to, to me more of a consumer problem. Don't buy things on day one. Don't pre-order things. Don't do it. <laughs> truly, truly. And, and I think it's it's. This is a this story should be a look in the mirror. I think this Absolutely. story really should be a moment for us to reflect on how we as consumers like a what our what our purchasing habits are, what we you know, the, the, the unrealistic products, the unrealistic demands that we put on these products uh, and and an inability to 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 cool our jets. Absolutely. And just think for a minute about what could actually be happening. Absolutely. This is 100% an indictment of reactionary culture, especially in the tech world. And it's just, good God. <laughs> I don't own any Apple products anymore. You don't mean me. I've, I've gone on this microphone, I don't know how many times, and, and just shit all over Apple for things that really annoy me. But like, I have like, to come I, to their defense right now because yeah, but because. seriously, because this is not their fault. On dude, they crammed a fucking i a, a six core i nine with thirty two gigs of RAM into like point four inches of magnesium. Like it's insane. That is truly remarkable, yes. regardless of what you think of them as a company or anything else. And and I just feel like like you know one YouTube video with a bunch of benchmarks, which turned into five YouTube videos talking about a bunch of benchmarks, <laughs> which turned into like a hashtag on Twitter going nuts and, and Reddit threads going crazy and like just this shitstorm of stupidity and nobody taking five fucking minutes and saying what's what's actually, actually going on happened. here. Yeah, like what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Man. And it's it we we've I have a feeling that this this the the kind of meta uh issue here is probably going to come up more and more as we I don't know progress <laughs> and time goes on uh because we we were talking about this as recently as just shortly after E3 with with the reaction to Fallout 76 um and and just that reactionary 
culture is just so pervasive now. You see it in politics and you see it in technology and you see it in so many areas. And it's just, man, it's stupid. It's truly stupid. I mean, I mean, like it is low, low brain power, high emotion, not thinking, just feeling and taking it, you know, make, you know, making sure that you're taking in the appropriate messages from your predetermined team so that everybody can flock in outrage together. Well, right. That's, it's like it's like an evolutionary regression. <laughs> truly. It truly is. Oh, man. We've taken com like we're living in the most complex period in history by a long shot and the most interconnected period in history with access to more information than we have ever had individually before. And in the lowest, the era of lowest violence that we've ever recorded, and everything is boiled down to some binary: is it good or is it bad? If it's but, bad, but my, it can't be good. But, but my brain has neurons, and it, it creates electrical signals, and I type this thing, and that's good enough, right? That's all I need is to be a amoeba of anger when it's bad, and a happy little squirrel when it's good. It's like. How did we get to this point? How did we come here? Like, I feel... I think anthropologists are going to argue that point for yeah, centuries. But you mean but... anthropologists from other planets? Yes, exactly. <laughs> As they study our ancient, ruined, non-existent. Uh, well, let's. Well, I mean, what is it about things that's like you know? I, it's like I feel even when I'm like out in the world, I do talk to humans in real life too. I, it's you, you feel like you almost have to like you have put a disclaimer out if you ever express an opinion, especially a nuanced one. You know where it's like you know, look, just because I'm talking about this thing that I like, doesn't mean some thing that you like is bad. You know, just because I am talking about a thing that I find interesting, doesn't mean that automatically there is some some object or item at the other end of the of the scale that that you know must be be bad or must be like like lowered as i elevate this thing it's 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 it creeps into common conversation oh, and it's really dude, frustrating as as someone who cannot stop or help being the devil's advocate as well as the angels like Oh man, it's like like I live in that gray area and boy is it hard to have a conversation with people sometimes. <laughs> like it just yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. Super tough. It's so anyway, Apple, cool. I'm glad you guys you you guys figured it out. Good for you. Hopefully this is the last of the issues with your line of very expensive laptops, but um you know we're we're here. We're here to 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 throw a a hat in the ring for you. May your membrane protect us. So take it. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I wish the 2018 MacBook Pro owners all the best because honestly, it sounds like one of the better MacBooks I've seen in a long time. So yeah, for sure. Space gray. <laughs> Not that we have any idea what it's going to look like. But small amount of information about the next version of Windows has already got a lot of people scratching their heads, 
and feeling, I think, a little nervous. So, so, so some information has come out where Windows um, is, is now, well, rather, let me back up a little bit. So Windows posted some jobs. Um, and usually th that is a fairly good, good indication of projects that they're going to be working on in the future. And so what these job postings seem to indicate is that Windows, instead of you purchase a license to install their operating system on your computer and then use it for years and years and years, which is the way that it is now and the way that it has been for quite some time, now the uh the 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 suggestion here the the data here seems to support that windows is in the near future going to be transitioning to a desktop as a service system meaning you will not buy that operating system license one time you will instead rent it and you will pay a monthly subscription and Windows will manage your desktop environment. It's it actually goes a step further. I didn't have time to get the article into the show notes this afternoon. But it actually gets goes a step further. Do you know uh, you know who Mary Jo Foley is? She she works for ZDNet. Yeah. Yep. She she usually uh -huh. gets really good scoops at, at Microsoft. She has some friends. Ooh, I'm gonna look this up right yeah, now. Yeah, you should. Because it, it at first we were going off of commentary around job postings, but she actually was able to talk to some uh, some high-level officers at Microsoft who confirmed that, yeah, no, this is this is where things are going. To totally happening. Okay, right on. This is definitely where things are going. And they even used the incoming end-of-life of Windows 7 as a fulcrum and a reason that people should really consider, uh, you know, Thinking about this as a good thing. By the way, did you everybody know Windows 7 EOL is next year? Don't want to miss it. January 14th, 2020. So they have Windows 10S. Remember that? That stripped down version of Windows that's supposed to be sort of an answer to Chromebooks. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, you can only install UWPs from the Windows Store. There, there's, there's other arbitrary limitations. Yeah on the operating system at that level. But I mean, I suppose any home user is probably used to that. But the, that, was a, that was the first step. But doesn't this make so much sense in context of Azure Sphere, which I think we talked about two or three episodes ago, that, pro, that Internet of Things project, that 10-year that uh, support plan that, that Microsoft rolls mm -hmm. out, that it's actually a, a Linux kernel that is for embedded devices that they make and, and support. And with that whole infrastructure of, of updates and streamlining that for developers, with that as, as, as a, a background concept, this makes so much sense. Doesn't it? Yeah. It, like, that's obviously what It makes about. sense. It's terrible. I really it's a horrible don't like idea. It. <laughs> but they're gonna. But they're, this is absolutely what they're gonna do. I mean, make no mistake. There is nothing that is going to stop this now. And that man, that bums me out because I mean, for for a, a few reasons. But I I can save that because. Yeah. 
any any other facts that you'd like to throw out there before I launch into a tirade of opinion? <laughs> I just don't understand how they think this is going to be like a net win. I mean, they must just think, you know what? Fuck it. Mobile is taken over. We lost that battle. We're a services company now. Every product that we offer is a service. And that's just that's just it. And I mean, like, I mean, am I wrong? I mean, is that I mean, it, it's from no a business absolutely, angle. Absolutely. If I pretend to be like some yeah. guy in Southern California, I'm like, or actually they're in Seattle, they're in um, uh, Redmond, Washington. Yeah. Redmond, Washington, right? If I'm a guy in Washington, I'm sitting there and I'm enjoying my beautiful views. And I'm like, you know, we should just streamline and turn everything into Azure. Go for it. Tell me, tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm crazy. Tell me why it's crazy. It's the idea that Microsoft knows better than I do about the desktop environment I want for my workflow, personal, whatever. It, it to me, is the height of arrogance. And I guess if you're one of the biggest technology companies in the world, I mean, you have some space to be arrogant, but God damn it, you don't get to tell me how my desktop is managed. That is how you push someone like me away. And the only reason that I still even have your operating system is because it's people are still only making video games in DirectX. Hopefully that's going to change real soon and Vulcan is going to really take off. But for now, I have to use you because it's the only way I can play some uh, most of the video games that I want to play. It's a real shit position to be in too, right? And that's it. Like, like you don't want to like if I I don't know. I feel like I don't I don't I feel like you or I or anybody would not care what sits between them and the video games. They just want to get through it so that they can go play the video games. Like nobody fucking gets into like gaming because they want they're like, well, you know, I really like Windows. Well, though. I like I like I like the way that Windows serves me my video game. No, <laughs> like, I don't nobody give a gives shit. a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Not in that context. <laughs> And 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 to to all of the sudden, and especially with the forced updates that Windows has been doing with Windows 10, where they're screwing up their own native applications like Outlook, like Skype, like um, like um, um, like, I need, like Office, Office, yes, yeah, 365, but the the Office suite and like um. To, uh, like a host of things. to have those was to have those issues with your own goddamn programs and then to come along and say but we think we can manage your entire desktop and you're going to rent desktop access from us is like are you fucking high <laughs> no i and i know there is no I, alternative either. i can't like, switch to linux faster <laughs> come on i do feel like a lot of people are gonna end up looking at linux as like their only way out i think a lot of people will run 
you know, seven for a long time unsupported as like, well. Dude. And I think that I mean there is some there is some space. I can't I feel like I, I have to do this thing at the moment where like, you know, now where it's like, dude, I get that it is a massive societal problem that people don't update their machines. It it's it that is truly a problem. It really is. Like, Absolutely. And, and then you get blamed for any problems that come along because people don't do their that. responsibility. You know, yeah. they don't take that responsibility. But like for the entirety of human history, when you owned something, it was yours. It was yours. And for the majority of people who are not geeks like us, who don't know, you know, that you can install an alternative operating system or that that's even a thing you know for the 99 percent of people that just go into best buy and like pick up a couple computers and think oh this is cool when i'll get this one it's it's not evil to to not know as frustrating as that might make as that might be for those of us in the know but there is a huge delta between at the end of the day it's bad that people don't update and we need to figure out a way to fix that to you are no longer going to be allowed to control that system well right you don't oh man you let you don't walk at a oh man you don't eat at a buffet that like people mess up the salad bar people walk in there they don't know how to they don't know how to put the ingredients on without totally messing up that salad bar you don't then all of a sudden shut the entire restaurant down reopen and say the only thing you can have is our moldy brown bananas like i mean take it as i mean i'd, I'd go so far as to say like they shut it down and then when they launch it back up you get arrested put into a chair, strapped down, and injected with Soylent Green. <laughs> Just like... No, we'll make sure you get your nutrients. Here you go. Yeah. You don't need to taste anything, right? <laughs> it's like... I mean, what is the world going to? Everything it is... is I mean, there's authoritarian shadows hanging over every horizon. Every direction we see, this entire episode has been about people freaking out and letting, like, ceding as much as possible to authoritarians, to, to giving up their, their, their power, giving up their responsibility, and, and giving up their, 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 the most important thing you have, which is your fucking brain, to the, anyone who will come along and, and make convenient or easy whatever the thing is and it's just it's frustrating and this is why it took us a month to record a show it's exactly it, it, it's a it's a tough scene out there friends it really we is just burned out and in fact the last episode that we did we had to get through the shit news as quickly as possible with the aid of our friend jonathan grandy because and, and it exactly it, it we had to regroup because it just there's this real burnout. It just, it's tough out there. And it sucks to, to have to continually talk about it. <laughs> it's a bummer. 
but such a, such is the state of things, and this is the world we live in. It's tough out there. We've kind of tried to do a different thing with this shiny episode, and I think episodes going further where we're we're not gonna like go nuts on you know the sound effects as much. We're just gonna talk about stuff. We're just gonna try to be human. We're gonna be humans talking about technology and telling you our honest opinion and the and 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 not feed outrage. Although this, I am outraged. I I I hope that this stands as a, a something of a of a, a line in the sand against that culture. And I, perhaps there's an argument to be made that you're not supposed to meet outrage with outrage. But at a <laughs> But, you know, at at this point in time, those of us who are blessed or cursed, depending on your perspective, with the knowledge of the forbidden fruit of how this shit actually works, how technology fits together, we have got to start articulating the truth. We've got to stop letting the narrative go wild and, and running away like like children on a playground having a temper tantrum. Because all this has yielded is less freedom. Think about that Windows-managed desktop. And think about how different it would be, maybe, if when Apple released a MacBook Pro that didn't perform as well on day one, we took a breath, and ask why, rather than immediately freaking out, going to YouTube and all the comments and spewing as much vile, misinformed hatred as we possibly can to prove to whoever is listening that we, we are the superior alpha geeks. Don't be that. Don't be that. If you are that, you can go be that. Don't listen to the show anymore because we're not going to play. Yeah, we're not we're not going to agree with you. We're not going to play. We're not going to we're not going to cover it. We're not going to we're not going to feed it. We're not going to do fucking exposés on what YouTuber X said about YouTuber A's tech video. Like, I don't care. Nobody gives a shit. Just it, it's such a circle jerk. And we will be honest with you and we will tell you shitty things as they happen. But we will also tell you the good things and we will hopefully uh, uh, have a newfound commitment to shining the light as much as casting the shade. Do you feel happy? I feel a little, a little tingly. I feel a little prickly. Um, <laughs> but so one of the things that um, I, I wanted to, to, to introduce we we do um i am and 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 chris are, are are very cognizant of the fact that as we've just been discussing there's a lot of not great things out there in the tech world and so one of the things that i really want to start doing is at the end of our shows ending with something that that we're that we're happy about or excited about it doesn't even need, necessarily need to be 100 percent tech focused however it you know, it's a tech podcast. It would be cool, but 
just something that, a, a happy note something that we're excited about and a high note if you will yeah a high note mine this week um i have to imagine might actually be pretty similar to christmas because <laughs> i think we've been doing the same uh participating in the same activity for the past the past week or so oh, um, bastard you stole mine no, yeah. Jake, take it, take it. Well, we can do it worth, together. It's no, worth, we, yes, it's worth we can do it together. trumpeting yeah. and, and joining forces on. We will come yes. together, Colin. Yes, we yeah. will. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, no, we're, we, we will, we will steal no one's thunder. So I'm going to say three, two, one. And after one, we'll say what it is. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. No, no man's, man's sky. sky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was unplanned, so, folks. By the way, yeah, <laughs> we didn't even talk about this segment before we the lights came on tonight. About, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I added it uh, earlier today. We did not talk about it. I was just something I wanted to do. So, um, No Man's Sky had a major update on the twenty fourth of July, um, and and Chris and I have both been playing this game since the very beginning. Um, I think we even covered it. Was it a GPU? episode yeah back then? Back, wow. the 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 predecessor to shiny podcast the the uh tech run <laughs> shiny podcast uh was a, a podcast called gpu or geek podcast unlimited um we switched gears great name bad point. seo bad seo terrible terrible seo and 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 um no man's sky at that point was 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 brand new and it was something that we had been keeping track of because it was so ambitious it was like what is this and it was it sounded amazing and just a little backstory the game dropped and i still enjoyed it um and, and again this keep coming back to this vitriolic reactionary uh, uh, scenario. And a lot of people were very upset about this game when it first came out because it admittedly, it was missing some of the features that it promised on during its promotion. However, it wasn't nearly as bad as the reaction that it got. And, and not to the to degree the that the hello games team. I mean, they received death threats over this death. Threats. It's like, like, it's a video game. Like, it's a goddamn video game. <laughs> it's a complicated shit. version of Candyland. Like, truly. <laughs> exactly. And um, Hello Games, to their credit, over the past couple of years, have been adding and tweaking and changing. And their most recent update really... Um, really uh changed the 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 game and really brought the bar up um by most accounts brought it to the point where they can successfully say that this is the game they wanted to release yes precisely and boy is it great it is excellent it is such a slam dunk and again we i think you know like we've we both lot when it came out but to to i can understand people feeling like certain things were not there we have the rage but you know i can understand people being upset after spending money if that is you really should try again you really really should 
because this is one of the most fun, interesting, different video gaming experiences I have ever had. I think about the game I'm, like while I'm at work, you know, in a way that I haven't for, you know, a long time. You know, it's just like, I got to get through my day. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go home. I'm going to exactly. see when I get there. I'm curse you. Oh, man. Sky. <laughs> exactly. It's this resonating factor. It's this sound wave that sticks with you throughout the day. It, um, so I, I'm trying to pinpoint exactly what it is. The, 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 the universe feels a little bit more alive to be sure. There are more creatures to interact with. It's a little bit more dynamic. For example, I warped into a system and immediately upon warping in, there was a freighter that was being attacked by pirate spaceships. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to lend a hand. Normally I ignore that kind of thing. Cause I was just kind of free exploring, but I was like, I I'm, I'm going to lend a hand. And so I helped out. I helped fight off the pirate spaceships and the next, it, it, like a mission pop-up came up and it was like, go, go talk to the Admiral of the freighter. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll go do that. And so I went and docked on the freighter and went to the bridge and spoke with the freighter captain or admiral and basically said, I, this is too stressful. I don't want command of this freighter anymore. Will you take it off my hands? And it was just like, obviously I said yes, because it didn't cost me anything to have an entire freighter at my disposal. Um, that is just one level of the dynamic upgrades to this game. I think this game was going to go down in history as a case study in bad public relations. Oh, and boy. Be fair. There's a lot to study there. But now this game is going to go down as one of the greatest comeback cases in gaming history. Re redemption tale. I just and that is really cool. They've truly created something special here, and this is not a game for everybody. You know, it really isn't. Yeah, but if if for those that it it for whom it resonates, it I think that it is so admirable that Hello Games stuck with it and kept pushing and kept working, heads down. Absolutely. And through death threats, even, were able to, to create something that is just so special. Absolutely. And through, I mean, the, the, the lead of, of Hello Games, Sean Murray, boy, like, I, I, as a fellow introvert, I can, I can recognize one of my yeah, own. Man. <laughs> and how uncomfortable you are sitting in front of a camera and talking in public and doing those 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 long PR stretches, like how much you must have hated that. And and he said as much, you know, in, in an article kind of following up on, on this big update, you know, talking about the death threats, talking about how much he hated talking to the press. And 
And and I think if if um, if we were to pull up the audio from the the episode of GPU where we covered this, I probably talked about how I was a little frustrated that they went totally radio silent on the issues with the game. Um, but now I, I I understand that they were like, you know what, we're going dark, and we're just gonna put our nose to the grindstone, get to work, and do the things with this game that we wanted to do, and. God damn, do I have a lot of respect for someone like that sticking with it and 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 creating what they've done here. I mean, that's you've got my support 100%. It's a success story. And I'm going to and I'm going to keep an eye on Hello Games like like just to see what they're going to do next, because that that man. I, I just, yeah, I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away, away by their commitment to to deliver what they said they were going to. It's commendable. It's it's incredible, and and it's, I mean, it, it is so easy to just throw in the towel, take your money, and run, you know, because you know that they burned through a lot of the cash that they made on day one, putting this thing oh, together. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I think it's paid back. I really do. I mean, there's something like 90,000 concurrent players right now on Steam. Yeah. You know? Yep, exactly. And if you look at the Steam reviews, it's like mixed. Now it used to be overwhelmingly negative. <laughs> now I think it's like mixed reviews overall, recently mostly positive. Like this, like people are, are enjoying this. Game. Baby, we mixed. We got it to mixed. That's got to feel yeah. like a win, huh? <laughs> yeah. Gotta... <laughs> We're mixed. We're no longer horrible. Absolutely, man. Congratulations to all those people for their hard work. Because I, this day and age, it would be so easy to just run away, and they would be. I think they would be justified in within doing their that. rights. Absolutely, absolutely. But they didn't stuck with it, and that's incredible. Buckled down, and they made a killer game. So if you haven't given it a shot yet, try out No Man's Sky. I'm finding it to be my oasis away from the overwhelmingly negative rest of the world. <laughs> and if you're out there in space, come find me. I finally got my base to look like something other than a phallus. So <laughs> looking to travel the stars in a uh, new ride that maybe also we could find one that doesn't look quite such like a phallus. So what is it about like high you know like sci-fi and just like there's a lot of there's a lot of obelisks yeah you know our, a lot of towers our injection into space <laughs> like <laughs> need to launch <laughs> engines bro. launch thruster like <laughs> ease up pump the brakes but uh absolutely this it, it, it this is a great game if you enjoy exploring i mean the pinnacle of open world sandbox i mean procedurally generated star systems like it's infinite it's it's the only thing that has ever made me truly feel that same sense of awe and that like that that wanderlust that that i got when i grew up watching star trek the next generation absolutely it's the only thing that 
that does that same thing. It's the only thing that gives me that feeling. And and that that makes me very happy. It's very powerful. If 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 that ticks boxes for you, it's it's incredibly powerful. And it's a great soundtrack. Yeah, I listen to 60 69 days of static at work now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sticking with us uh, as we took our short hiatus. And um, we we would love to hear from you. And we're going to try to be more active on social media. I mean, that's we recognize that it's important. We're just bad at it. But, well, and that's that's where some of that real negativity is, too. To yeah. So, like, you know, given the theme of the episode, <laughs> yeah. like, there's a bit of a reason. But we're back, baby. We're not going anywhere. We're not going to abandon you. And we're going to be present and and, 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 and loud and, and new and fresh in a way that I, I think is going to be really, really cool. I've got some ideas in the pipe. Colin's got some ideas in the pipe. We're going to be releasing different kinds of content. Uh, some of it will be, you know, kind of different from what we've had before, but I think you're going to like it, and I can't wait to show you. So thank you, everyone, for sticking with us. This is The Shiny Podcast. And where can they find you on Twitter? Ollie 11 And that's going to sound so good over this break. Collie Ollie 11. Collie Ollie 11. God, I can not hear that it. That's not that hard to say. <laughs> yeah. I'm at Flux Solo. You can check us out at shinypodcast.com where every single episode is hosted. And, and, and if you feel so inclined, you can drop us a line at hello at shinypodcast.com. Tell also us what you think about this whole new how we how we do it how we how we shaping up we'd love to hear about it and if you give us good feedback not reddit comments youtube video comment feedback real comments real feedback like a human being with a brain we might just take your idea and run with it you know that and give you credit and give you uh, credit yeah <laughs> thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll be back next week